Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamedes. We're up to Sif Lamed Gimel, which is the last word on page 100. The Mechaber says in Sif Lamed Gimel, Yasa Hashuro Shavos. When a person is writing tefillin, he should make the lines equal. Shalot achas nechneses v'achas yotzeis. There shouldn't be one line that's indented, one line that goes outwards. They shouldn't be jagged edge. They should all be straight. And then the Mechaber says, Ulefachos, at the very least, At least, you should not have three letters written outside of the line. Meaning, if you look down at the column, they should all be in a straight line. And at the very least, it shouldn't be more than three, there shouldn't be three letters or more that are removed from the rest of the lines in the row. However, that's a din If you did write it with three letters outside of the line, that would be not puzzle the Yevid, and it would be kosher. So the Mishabura begins on page Nun Aleph in Sifkoton Kuf Mem Zayin. On that which the Mechaber says that you should make the rows of the tefillin equal of the of the writing of the parshios that it shouldn't be achas nechneses ve'achas yotze. So the Mishabura says va'filu os achas. The best way is that not even one letter should be outside of the of the column of the rows the way they are set up mishum zekeli ve'anveyu because that is a way that we beautify the mitzvah and therefore it should be as straight as possible. And then the Mechaber says, at the very least, one should be careful that you shouldn't write more than three letters outside of the line. So the Meshavura says, in Sefkotan Kuf Memches Shalosh Osios, Midolo Chilek, from the fact that the Mechaber was not Mechalek, he did not differentiate, Mashmur implies that Afilu and Elu HaShalosh Osios Heimiyot HaTeva Aser. It's Mashmur from the Mechaber that even if these three letters are the miut of a word, it's still going to be Aser. Ubi Aradeya Simen Reish Ayin Gimel Pasak HaRambam Delo Kabdin and Elosh Lo Yichtov Rov HaTeva Chutz Lashita. But in Yaradeya, the Mechaber passes like the Rambam that we're not Makbid unless you write most majority of the word outside of the line. So it seems to be that the Mechaber is paskening like the Rush and Hilchos Tvilin that you can't have three letters outside of the line even if it is a miut of the teva, it's a problem. According to the Rambam, that would be okay. But yet the Mechaber passes like the Rambam in Hilchos Sefer Torah and he says that you should not write the majority of the word outside of the line. And the Melovim Hateva Bas Ches Osios, and if the word would have eight letters, you would be allowed to have half of the word, half of the letters of that word, meaning four letters outside of the line. So the Machabi here seems not to be Machalic with how many letters are in the word altogether, and he just says three is a problem like the rush, and there the Machabi Paskins like the Rambam, that it goes by having majority outside the line as a problem. So if you have a word that is eight letters, up to four letters outside the line would be okay. More than that would be a problem. The Shach writes over there in Yeridea that we should be machmir, like that which the Machaber passes over here like the Rosh, that you shouldn't even have three letters outside of the line. The Yerabah says, no, his opinion is that at least by tefillin, when the columns, when the margins are more narrow than by a Sefer Torah, at least there you should be machmir, like the rush, not to have three letters outside of the line. If you look at note 183, explains Vitamo, and the reason is when it comes to tefillin, where there are less rows 
in the column and the margin is more narrow. There, it's more of a bizayon to have three letters sticking out. It looks, it looks much worse. Which is not the case by Sefer Torah. Where there are many rows in the Sefer Torah, there are many lines. And also the margin is very large, and therefore it's not going to be bad unless you have majority of the letters of the word outside of the line. So the al seems to say that the chiluk in the Machaber is that he's passing one way in Hilchos Tfilin more machmir because of the situation of the way that it looks on the on the cloth, and he's more lenient, like the Rambam, when it comes to the halachos of a Sefer Torah, where there are more rows and there are bigger margins. And then the Mishabura says in Sefkaton Kuf Memtes, on that which the Machaber says, at the very least you should be careful not to write three letters outside the line. Vein Shahoya Hablito Sashita Obasofa. Says the Mishabura, this idea of not having three letters outside of the line is whether it's in the beginning of the line or at the end of the line. Whether it's on the right side of the column or the left side of the column, either way, we want it to be as straight as possible and it should not be three letters of the rows should not be outside of the rest of the rows, whether it's on the right side in the beginning of the rows or on the left side where the rows end. And the Mishabura finishes off in Sifkoton Kuf Nun, where the Machaber said that if you do write it with the three letters outside, it's not going to passel. And even if you write an entire word outside of the line, so long that it's recognizable that that word that's fully written outside of the row of lines is read with that appropriate line, and it's not to be read with the column next to it, it's going to be okay. So even if the whole word is outside, as long as it's nicker, that it's read in the proper place, then it will be okay. Once it starts getting confusing, you're not sure if it's the last word of this column or the first word of that column, then we would have problems. But we're not going to passel if it's clear where that word has to be read, even if an entire word is written outside of the line, it would be okay. Says the Mechaber Weiter in Sif Lamedalad. We're now on the second line on page in Aleph. The Machaber says in Sif Lamed Aled, Now the Machaber tells us that if you have two letters which create a word, you should not write them outside of the line. In Halacha Lamed Gimel, the Machaber told us about not writing three letters outside of the line. And here the Machaber is telling us that even two letters, if it makes up an entire word, you shouldn't write it outside of the line. And the Mishabura tells us if Koton Kufnan Kuf nun aleph teva achas v'mateva hi ba'shalosh. But if the word consists of three letters, muter lichtov mi menashte osios chutz lashita af shehem rov hateva. If it's a three-letter word, then you would be allowed to write two out of the three letters outside of the line, even though that ends up consisting of two-thirds, which is obviously rov of the word. So again, the Machaber says that two letters, which consist of one word. Two letters that make up one word should not be written outside the line. And the Mishabur tells us, but if the word has three letters, then you can have two out of the three letters outside, even though it is a rov teva. That's from Yerdeya Simon, Reish, Ayin Gimel, Ayin Bir Halacha. So let's look over to the Bir Halacha in the fifth to last line on page Nun Aleph. This is going on the point of the Mechaber that he says that two letters, if it makes up a word, should not be written outside of the line. But if you write one out of the two letters from the word outside of the line, then it will be mutter. That is the opinion of Kol HaAchronim, the Lok Kalavush. That's all the Achronim except for the Lavush. 
And then the Firalocha that we want to see is the next Firalocha as well, the Viramaskal Teva Achas in the fourth to last line. He says, I am the Mishabura, look at the case which I just discussed in the Mishabura, where the Mishabura told us that if you have a three letter word, you're mutter to write two out of the three letters outside of the line, even though it's rove of the word. That's how the Rosh says, and that's how we pass in, in your day as well. The Ayan Bemogin Avrom Bisiv Koton Memvov Shekosav the Afha Ramba Mode Bazel Hokel. And here we have the Biralocha telling us to look in the Mogin Avram, where he writes that even according to the Rambam, the Rambam is going to admit in this case that it's going to be lenient. In other words, we just had in Sivkoton Kuf Memches discussed the Machlokas between the Rosh and the Rambam. The Rush says you can't have three lines, three three letters outside of the line. And we had the Rambam who says that as long as it's not the majority of the word, you're okay. And therefore, even if you have an eight-letter word, up to four letters are outside the line, it would be okay, only if it's majority of the word. And therefore, you would think in this case of the Mishabura and Sifkat and Kufnum, when you have a three-letter word and two letters are outside, you would think that Lafi the Rambam will be Machmir over there. Comes the Magad Avram and says, no, even the Rambam will be Moda over here. Because obviously the Magad Avram understands that when the Rambam says it has to be the majority of the word to be a problem, it's not the majority of any words, it's the majority of a word where it will be at least three letters outside. And therefore the Rambam is lenient on both ends. If you have an eight-letter word, you could have up to four letters. And if you have a three-letter word, the Magad Avram says that the Rambam, having two letters outside, even though it's the majority, would also be okay. The Rambam is only Machmi when it's majority and and it's also three letters. However, the Be'alocha continues and tells us, The Gra disagrees with the Magan Avram, and the Gra understands that the Rambam who says, it, goes rov, it doesn't matter if it's an eight-letter word where it comes out to be lenient, the Rambam, that you could even have four letters outside the line. Or if it's a three-letter word, you can't have two letters outside, because the Rambam, in that case, we would be Machmir, because we always go bust to the majority, the Rambam, whether it is L'Hokel, in a larger word, or L'Hachmir, in a smaller word. Let's continue now in the Mechaber in Sif Lamed Hay. The Mechaber says in Sif Lamed Hay, the third line on page Nun Aleph, Osios Hashem. Now we get to the letters of Hashem's name. Tzorich Sheyu Kulam Besoch Hadaf. They all need to be in the, on the page, on the column, inside. Velo Yetzim Mehem Klal Chutz Ladaf. And none of the letters of the Shem Hashem should be outside of the column. So this again is continuing the same topic we're discussing when you're writing letters outside of the rest of the rows of the column. So when it comes to the Shem Hashem, we want to have no letters outside of the column, as opposed to what we discussed previously, whether you could have up to three or you could have as long as it's not the majority. Here when it comes to the Shem Hashem, you can't have any letters outside the line. Says the Mishabura in Sifkoton Kuf Nun Beis, Osios Hashem, Afilu Sha'ar Shemo Sha'enam Nemchakim. So the Mishabura tells us the first point is that this halacha that the Machaber is telling us in Siflamid Hay is not just the Yudke Vavke. It's any one of the Shemos Hashem which can't be erased, like Kale or Elokim or any such name, Shakai, all those names that can't be erased would have the same rule that none of the letters of those Shemos could be outside of the line. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sivkoton Kuf Nun Gimel, on that which the Machaber said, we need them all to be inside the line. Hamogan Avram Bishem Hagon Marenu Harav Rabbein Yitzchak Meiposna Asik. 
So the Mogan Avram comes out, Beshem, this gone, Lemaskona de Dafka Lachatrila. This din of not having any letters of the shame outside of the line is only a din lachatrila. Ava Bidiever ein lahachmir. However, Bidiever, if there are letters of the shame outside of the line, outside of the column, one does not have to be machmir. In any case, we are in the second wide line in the Mishabura on page Janalif. If this should happen in a Sefer Torah where some of the letters, a letter or some of the letters of the Shem Hashem are outside of the rest of the rows in that column, so they instructed that what you should do is you should erase all the previously written lines in that column. As long as there is no shame Hashem there, which is not allowed to be erased, you should erase everything that precedes this line that has a shame Hashem sticking out, erase everything. And readjust the, the lines above the Shem Hashem, so they start or end wherever it's sticking out in the same place where the Shem Hashem sticks out. So basically you should erase any previously written lines and readjust the lines to fit with the line that you have the Shem Hashem on. That only works obviously if there are no Shemos of Hashem on the previous lines where obviously you wouldn't be allowed to erase them. And then Mishabura says to me, Akhar the Evshalitakune, Lomrikir the Evid. So long that you're able to fix it up, that's not called Bidi Evid. Even though we said that according to these postkim, Bidi Evid, it's okay if a letter or two from the Shem Hashem is sticking out of the column. However, it's only Bidi Evid if you have no way to fix it. But in the Sefer Torah, where there is no concern of Shalok Sidron, because that's only Halacha by Tfilah and Mezuzah, so by Sefer Torah you have an Eitzah. If there are no Shemos of Hashem in the previous lines, erase all the lines and readjust them so they are flush with the Shem Hashem. Avol, im Sham lomala is a shame. But if there was there one of the lines above the Shem Hashem, which can't be erased. Oh, betfilin um mezuzos, the efsher limchog mishum shalokasidron. Or if we're dealing in a case of tefillin or mezuzah, where you can't erase the previously written lines and then readjust them to fit according to this line, because that would obviously be out of order, because you're leaving this line in place and you're adjusting the previously written lines, that would be a problem of shlokasidron. So then, kosher kach belitikun. Then that's what we mean when we say that b'diavad it's okay without doing anything when there is no eitzah. So then we say it's kosher without any kind of correction. Then the Mishabur tells us there are those who are machmir that even with Yevid, if there are letters from the Shem Hashem sticking out, that it's not going to be good. And Rekiv Eger and the Darachayim are maskim with those who are machmir that even with Yevid, it is not good. Ach, however, says the Mishabur. In Bashuros Halyonos Os Haachron Beis Dalus Dalus Reish Vekadome. If Hashkocha should have it, that in the lines above the, where the Shem Hashem is sticking out, the last letter of each of those rows is a letter like a Beis or a Dalid or a Reish, which could be extended Shiyochol Moshchon. All those could be extended towards the left. So Kulu Modu the Bein Besefer Torah Bein Betfilin Mezuzos Yimshoch Osan Kedeshi Yushavos Im Haos Me Hashem Shiyotzer Chutz Lashita. Again, assuming the Shem Hashem is sticking out at the end of the line, and all the previously written lines end with a letter that could be extended, so everyone agrees that whether it's a Sefer Torah or it's Tefillin or Mezuzah, you could extend each of those letters ending each line to make it flush with the Shem Hashem, which stuck out of the line. The Eim and that, as we learned previously, would not be a problem because again, even by Tefillin or Mezuzah, if the letter was written properly, and all you're doing is making the top of the Dalai, the Gak of the Dalai a little bit longer, that's not considered a Nuk Siva, and therefore that would not be a problem 
problem of Shalokasidron. And therefore, even though we have, we have a machlokas, whether Bidyevit it's okay or not, but everybody agrees that if you have a scenario where you're able to fix it by extending the letters on the lines above it at the end, that would be okay, no matter whether you have a Sefer Torah, Tfilon, or Mezuzah. V'chein, in lo kosav od rakshura achas. If you had only written one previous line before the line which has the Shem Hashem sticking out, and it's the second line of the column that you have the Shem Hashem sticking out of the line, so you should make new lines underneath, the and you should extend them, you should extend the Sirtut underneath it that it goes up to where the Shem Hashem goes. And then the Mela, you'll write the next lines afterwards, the following lines, extended all the way to where the Shem Hashem ends. Aye, but the top line still would not be okay, because it doesn't extend as far as the Shem Hashem. So to that the Mishaburah says, And just because there's one line that's a little bit indented at the end, it doesn't reach where the rest of the lines reach, it would not be a problem. So the final eight that the Mishaburah gives that would work according to everyone is if you had only written one previous line before the Shem Hashem stuck out at the end of the line, so just readjust your Sirtut after this line and make the rest of the lines extend till the Shem Hashem. And the one line that didn't reach that far is not going to be a problem. We're not going to be mocked on the one line at the beginning of the page doesn't extend all the way to where the other other, other lines end. V'da'od, and you should know further says the Mishabura, the Ba'osios Hanitpolos Lashem. Any letters that are secondary, that are attached, connected to Hashem's name, like Le'elokim, or Elokecha, where you have a Lamed before Elokim, or you have the end of Chof at the end of Elokecha, any of those letters connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's names, Haskama Sa'achronim De'ein Lahachmer B'di'evet B'yotze Chutz Lashita. The haskam of the achronim is that we do not have to be machmir b'diyevid if those letters go outside of the shita. So if it says alokecha and the end of chok goes outside, so then we would not be machmir to do any of these adjustments that we mentioned. That's only hakpada by the shem Hashem. But b'diyevid, if you can't make any of these adjustments, certainly then b'diyevid it will be okay. If it's not actually the shem Hashem, it's just a letter that's connected to the shem Hashem. And the mishabura says weiter in sifkoton kuf. Nun Dalud, on that which the Mechaber said, that the letters of Hashem's name need to be all inside the daf, nothing should be sticking out outside of the daf, says the Mishabur in Sivkoton Kufnun Dalud, even one letter shouldn't be sticking outside of the row, outside of the column. And it could be, says the Mishabura, even if it's not a whole letter, but it's just the majority of a letter, majority will say it's like the whole thing, and that will be a problem also. However, if it's just a little bit of the letter, it's less than the majority, half or less, then it would be okay. And now the Mishabur addresses another scenario. Till now we're discussing whether a letter or two of Hashem's name is sticking out beyond the rest of the lines in that in that column. However, what if the entire Shem Hashem is sticking out? You would think that's much worse, but we'll see that it's not so posh, it's actually a machlokas. So the Mishabura says, Hashem kulo If the entire Shem Hashem is sticking outside of the rest of the column, that is kosher b'diyeved. 
And it's not similar to where we were machmir, where even one letter of the Shem Hashem goes out of the line that it's going to be a problem. Why is it better if the whole word goes out? Because that which goes outside the line is like Tliya. Tliya is, if you forget a letter, if you get a word, you write it on top of where it's supposed to go. So therefore, the Mishabru is telling us that which goes outside the line is considered like Tliya, like you hung it above the line where it's supposed to be. The and we pass it in Yaradeya by Hilcha Sefer Torah that a little bit of Hashem's name you can't be told it, you can't hang it up on top of where it's supposed to go, that doesn't work. If it's the entire Shem Hashem, there we hold that Tliya will work. So the same way. The same way that when it comes to Tliya by the Sefer Torah, Mixas Hashem is not going to be good, but the whole Shem is going to be good. So, so too over here, writing it outside the line will have a similar din to Tliya, and therefore writing part of the Shem outside the line will be a problem, but writing the whole Shem outside the line will be okay. Cain Kosav HaBnei Yonah. That's what the Sefer Bnei Yonah writes. However, Vagon Rekive Eger Bechidushav Besimen Zeh Machmir Gamba Zeh. So Rekive Eger and this Chedushim and this Simen is Machmir also in this case. It says Gambazek because we had a Rikveger earlier in the fourth wide line that Rikveger was, ma- was, was maskim with the Achronim who are Machmir even with the Yeved. In the case where letters of Hashem's name go out. So here's Machmir as well. Not only were some letters go out there, but the evidence possible, Rikive Eger says, even if the entire Shem Hashem is outside the line, it's also going to be possible. Ayin Shom. However, the Bir Hagra is clear that he goes like the Yonah, and he is Mekil, that if the whole Shem Hashem is outside the line, then it would be okay. Let's just end off with reading one note, 185, where he gives a little bit of a hezber in his machlokas between the Bnei Yonah and Hagon Rukiv Eger. So he's going on that which we said that Rukiv Eger is machmer also in this case. The Tamo and the reason is Shekseva, Michus Lashita, Eino Midin Eger argues with the Bnei Yonah and says that writing outside of the line is not Working within Tliya, Sharei Shnei Dinim Shonim Hem is two separate Dinim. Aleph is Tliya. One is hanging the letter of the word. That's where you write the letters of the word between the lines over the space where that letter is supposed to be. And Beis is Ksiva Michutzla Gilyan Hamud. And number two is writing letters or words outside of the column that it's supposed to be written. So According to the Bnei Yonah, like the Mishnah explained to us, those two dinim are equated. In the same way that if you forgot to write the Shem Hashem, you are allowed to hang it, so to speak, between the lines, like we learned in Yeridea, Simon Reish, Ayin Gimel, Sevav, Kach Mutu Vichtovas Kal Hashem Yichutz So to over here, with the din of is like the din of Tliya, so you also can write it outside of the Amud. And according to the Magen Avram, this second din is more lenient. This case of writing outside the Shura is not even mentioned in the Gemara. But the first din of Tliya is mentioned in the Gemara. So therefore, if we're going to be lenient by Tliya, which is mentioned in the Gemara when it comes to a full name, we're going to be lenient. So certainly we should be lenient in the case of Ksiva Michus Gilion, which is not mentioned in the Gemara, that it would be okay. However, Udas HaRukiv Eger, Hadin HaSheni Chomer Yosrim, Hadin HaRishon, Rukiv Eger argues, and he holds the second din is more machmed than the first din. Vi'afal Bishem Mutilitlos, Eskol HaShem Ben Ashuros, even though 
In fact, it is mutter to hang the whole shame of Hashem between the lines. This case of writing it outside the column is more machmir. I guess it, it looks worse. It has a worse tzura. And therefore, it's more machmir. And therefore, for that very reason, Yekiv Eger argues in the Magan Avram when you're writing some of the shame outside of the Gilead Ha'amud. In other words, the same Yekiv Eger that argued on the fourth wide line of the Mishabura with the Magan Avram. The Magan Avram was the one who says that uh, having some letters outside is Davka L'Chavchila, but by the evidence it's okay. Yekiv Eger was Machmir over there and said, but the evidence it's not going to be okay. So that's the Shittasu over here where he's Machmir that you can't write the whole shame outside of the Gilead also. Yekiv Eger also is Machmir over there that even though writing the whole shame Betulia would be okay, but writing the whole shame outside of the Gilead of the Omer, that would not be okay according to Yekiv and we'll stop here in Amir Tzashem on Sunday. We will begin Sif Lam Rivav, which will actually take us a few days. A very interesting Sif, but Amir Tzashem will leave that for Sunday. Ashikayach. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClemus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.